Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. All Christians know Jesus. This book is written by Dr. Mana H. Al-Hazmi. All Christians know Jesus. Very important book for the Christians. Introduction. I introduce this book, All Christians Know Jesus, to the Christians, the people of thought to contemplate. The truth is always one. Look at the world that has many religions which have different beliefs. Every religion claims the truth, but we know the truth is only one. So the question, which religion holds the truth? The wise person is the one who searches in his religion and others for the truth. Following your parent and your people blindly should not be the act of the wise. We're not talking about a worldly matter that has no big value to your life. In fact, we are talking about the most essential matter that connects you with God and guides you to the happiness in this life and in the hereafter. It is the true guidance of God. Without this guidance, a person suffers the darkness of this life and becomes one of the losers in the hereafter. Therefore, I urge you to read this book thoughtfully and to stop at every point sincerely to free yourself from the chains of misguidance and to reach the truth about Jesus, peace be upon him. Who was Jesus? Who was Jesus? According to the doctrines of Christianity, God the Son descended to the earth and became incarnate in the body of Jesus. Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God and has the same divine essence as God, the glory equal and the majesty co-eternal. Therefore, Christians believe in Jesus Christ as God who has the right to be worshipped. <clears throat> also, they believe that Jesus Christ is all-knower, almighty, creator, and forgiver. They believe that he restores life and brings people to account on the day of judgment. He was crucified, according to them, for the redemption of the original sin. Christians claim that Jesus Christ is God for the following reasons. One, Jesus Christ has divine descriptions. Two, Jesus Christ 
was born without a father. 3. Jesus Christ ascended to heaven. 4. Jesus Christ restored life. 5. Jesus Christ performed many miracles. To support their claim, Christians cited the following statements from the Bible. Psalm 110, verse 1. 110, chapter 110, verse 1. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Isaiah 9, 6. For to us a child is born, to us son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Isaiah 7.14 Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel. In Matthew 1.23, the virgin will be with the child, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. In Matthew 16, Verse 22, Peter said to Jesus, Never, Lord, never, Lord. <clears throat> In Acts 10.36, Peter said about Jesus, Through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. In Matthew 16, verse 16, Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. In John 11, verse 4, when he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. In John chapter 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. In John three thirteen, No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. In John 1, 3, Through him all things were made, Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In Mark 2, verse 5, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. In John 5, verse 25, I tell you the truth, a time is coming and has now come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God, and those who hear will live. In John 5.22, Moreover, the Father judges no one, 
but has entrusted all judgment to the Son. In John 20, verse 28, Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. In John chapter 10, verse 30, I and the Father are one. In John 14, verse 9, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. In John 10, verse 38, The Father is in me, and I in the Father. In Romans chapter 9, verse 5, Theirs are the patriarchs, and from them is traced the human ancestry of Christ, who is God over all, forever praised. Amen. In Revelations chapter 17, verse 14, He is Lord, He is Lord of the Lords. The start of claimed divinity. When did it start? The divinity of Jesus was founded by Paul and his followers, spread it in the Christian community with the support of Roman emperors. It was ratified in the first general council at Nicaea in 325 CE, despite the objection of the council's majority. So Christians were forced to believe in Jesus as God. In fact, the divinity of Jesus dogma was established on the dead bodies of millions of Christians after its ratification. This controversy around the divinity of Jesus leads to the following questions. Is Jesus God? Does the Bible teach that Jesus is God? Did the disciples believe that Jesus is God? Did the writers of the Bible believe that Jesus is God? Did Jesus claim divinity? Did the divinity start at the time of Jesus and his, and his disciples? These are very important questions. To answer these questions, we have to shed light on the essence of Jesus and his history to find the truth. The main sources of information are the Bible, the Christians, the Quran, the Holy Book of Muslims, and others. The Word and the Incarnation Doctrine Unlike the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, and chapter 1, verse 14, Describe the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. The Word became flesh, Jesus, and made His dwelling among us. The description of the Word in this Gospel represents the fundamental belief of Christianity. United Church of God, an international association, stated in one sense we could refer to John chapter 1, verse 1, as the real beginning of the Bible. It describes the nature of God as creator even before the beginning depicted in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. As the New Bible commentary 
revised states John's distinctive contribution is to show that before the creation, the word existed. Emphasis added here. This is in 1970, page 930. Consider carefully the context of this crucial chapter of John. Verse 14 explains exactly who this word actually became. Who this word actually became. This is found in the book, Who is God? Page 8. We can understand from the description of John that Jesus, the word, had a beginning and a temporary end because the word became flesh, Jesus, and Jesus was crucified to death. After that, God raised him from the dead, and then he raised him to his original place at the right hand of God. The word in John, chapter 1, verse 1, had a beginning like the beginning of heavens in Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1. Since the word mentioned in John first has a beginning and an end, he could not be God because God Almighty is ever-living and does not die. God proclaimed in Isaiah chapter 43, verses 10 and 11, that He is the only God, and there was no God before Him or after Him. God is the first with no beginning, before whom there is none, the last with no end, after whom there is none, the predominant above whom there is none, the, pre the predominant above whom there is none, and the internal nearer than whom there is none. The word must have master. Who is the master? The answer of this question is in the New Testament of the Bible, Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 stated that Mary, the mother of Jesus, was found to be with a child through the Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 1 verses 26 and to 56. Luke chapter 1 verses 26 to 56 mentioned that God sent the angel Gabriel to Mary to give her a glad tiding of a blessed child through the Holy Spirit and the power of the Most High and God will give him the throne of his father David. Mary glorified God and thanked him for his grace and mercy. The United Church of God said clearly the Holy Spirit was the agency or power through which the Father begot Jesus. Who is God? Page 55. Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 described Jesus as the firstborn over all creatures without mentioning the pre-existing word. Acts 2 uh, verse 36 assured all Israel that God made Jesus Lord and Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 27 and 28 indicated that God put everything under Jesus and Jesus was made subject to God. Acts 2, verse 32 proclaimed that God made Jesus and Acts 3, 
verse 15 proclaim that God raised Jesus from the dead. This means that Jesus was not the master. <coughs> Therefore, the master is God. Therefore, the master is God, the Lord, the creator, and the sustainer of the whole universe. No one shares his domain. No one shares his dominion or his domain and power. Creation, sovereignty, and authority belong exclusively to God. God directed his word be, and he was Jesus. Indeed, when God decrees a matter, he says to it be, and it is. The example of Jesus is like that of Adam. Adam was created without father and without mother, but he was not God. God created Adam from dust, and then he said to him, be, and he was. Therefore, Jesus Christ was not the only human born without father. Nevertheless, Paul tried to change this fact when he told the Christians that Jesus was willing to voluntarily surrender his godly power and position for their sakes. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. This is found in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 8. You can see the difference between Paul and the Bible. While the Bible confirms the will of God in the creation of Jesus, Paul tried to confirm the will of Jesus in taking the nature of man. But the truth cannot be hidden. When you read the last part of Philippians chapter 2, verse 7, being made in a human likeness, you understand that another one made Jesus. Almighty God made Jesus as he created mankind and made them male and female. Mark chapter 10, verse 6. In fact, Paul admitted that Jesus was a creature of God when he described him as the firstborn over all creation. That is in Colossians, Colossians chapter 1, verse 15. Since John 1 is considered the fundamental belief of Christianity, all apostles must know it and convey it. However, it has no place in other Gospels and the Old Testament. The absence of this fundamental belief in the Bible, except in John, means that Jesus and all messengers before him did not teach it, hence there should be a doubt about it. It might be inserted into the Gospel of John like the insertion of Trinity in 1 John uh, chapter 5, verses 7 and 8 in the King James Version, KJV, also known as the Authorized Version, AV, but it was excluded by the Revised Standard Version of the Bible. Another example is the insertion of the word God in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, to prove that God appeared in the body of Jesus, God incarnation, but the word God was removed from the Catholic Version. The Bible scholars who authored the five fourth, sorry, the five gospels stated in page ten 
The words attributed to Jesus in the fourth gospel, Gospel of John, are the creation of the evangelist for the most part and reflect the development language of John's uh, Christian community. James Dunn, the author of The Evidence of Jesus, uh, The Evidence for Jesus, James Dunn, the author of The Evidence for Jesus, wrote, If they were part of the original words of Jesus himself, how could it be that only John picked them up and none of the others? Call it scholarly skepticism if you like, but I find it almost incredible that such sayings should have been neglected had they been known as a future of Jesus' teaching. He also wrote that the writer of the fourth gospel, was not concerned with the sort of questions which trouble some Christians today. Did Jesus actually say this? Did he use these precise words? And so on. The Evidence for Jesus, page 43. The New Jerusalem Bible says in page 1742, it is today freely accepted that the fourth gospel underwent a complex development before it reached its final form. Consequently, John chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, and John uh, chapter 1, verse 14, might be a creation of the evangelist to support the dogma of God incarnation. Some historical points on the incarnation controversy. The incarnation doctrine has been debated for centuries. Some Christian scholars rejected the doctrine and others accepted it. The Unitarians who rejected it believed that Jesus was a creature, human, and he was not a divine person. Those who accepted it were of different opinions. One, Paul of Samosata in the 3rd century. Paul of the Samosata in the 3rd century. The incarnation of God in the being of Jesus Christ means that God conferred on Jesus a specific intellect, but he was not God. Lucian, number two, the Lucian, number two, or Lucian, number two, the incarnation of God and the being of Jesus Christ means that God the Son was incarnated into Jesus Christ, but incarnation did not make Jesus God, creator, eternal, and everlasting. God remained creator and Jesus remained created as before. Three, Arius in the fourth century. Jesus Christ is not truly God, but a perfect creature who was considered demigod with the qualities of both the divine and the human. Four, Roman Catholic Church, Pauline Church in the fourth century. The incarnation of God in the being of Jesus Christ means that God the Son was incarnated into Jesus Christ before he became both God and man at the same time, one person with two natures. Five, Paulician sect in the fifth century. Jesus Christ was not God, but an angel who was born in human form from the womb of Virgin or the Virgin Mary. And because God conferred, conferred on him his glory and majesty, he was called the Son of God. Six, Nestorian sect in the fifth century. Nestorian sect in the 5th century. Jesus Christ was true God and true human. 
two persons and two natures. The one son and the other God, the one son of God and the other son of Adam. The son was very God and Jesus was very man. Seven, Jacobite church in the sixth century. Jesus Christ was only God who possessed one nature and appeared in the form of man. Uh, does Jesus have the same divine essence of God? Uh, God is greater than Jesus. Does Jesus have the same divine essence of God? God is greater than Jesus. John 14, chapter 14, verse 28 said, You heard me say, I am going away and I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father. For the Father, for the Father is greater than I. Therefore, Jesus is not co-equal with God. Likewise, God is greater than all people. John chapter 10, verse 29. The Father is more knowledgeable than Jesus. Matthew chapter 24, verse 36. And Mark chapter 13, verse 32 said, No one knows about that day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Jesus could not know even what could happen to him. While Jesus was in the crowd at once, a sick woman touched his clothes to be healed by Jesus, but Jesus did not know who touched him. Mark chapter 5 verse or verses 30 to 34 Luke chapter 8 verses uh, 44 to 46 in another occasion Mark chapter 11 verses 12 to 14 reported that Jesus saw from a distance a fig tree and went to it to get some fruits but he found no fruits so he cursed it it is clear from this event that Jesus did not know that the fig tree had no fruits. It is the will of God, not Jesus. It is the will of God, not Jesus. Jesus came to do the will of God. John chapter 6 verse 38. He learned from God and conveyed his words and fulfilled his commands. John chapter 14 verse 24. John chapter 14 verse 31. John chapter 15, verse 10, and John uh, chapter 15, verse 15. He could do nothing by himself as John 5.30 stated about Jesus. By myself, I, could, I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just, for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Also, he said, in John 8:15 I pass judgment on no one. John uh, chapter 4 verse 34 stated that uh, that uh, Jesus said my food said Jesus is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Also Jesus addressed his followers that only those who do the will of God will enter the kingdom of heaven. Uh, Matthew 7, chapter 7, verse 21. And no one can come to Jesus and to raise him to the last day unless God permits it. John 6, uh, 
verse 44 and John 6 uh, verse 65. Jesus praised his followers and considered them his mothers and brothers and sisters because they did the will of God and obey and obeyed his words. Uh, Matthew 12 uh, chapter uh, 12 verse 50 and Mark chapter 3 verses 34 and 35 and Luke chapter 11 uh, verse 28. Jesus does not have the will to grant his followers places with him in the kingdom of heaven. Only God has the will to grant places in the kingdom of heaven. This is Matthew chapter 20 verse 23. Did Jesus claim divinity? There is no explicit statement from Jesus that he is God. If he was God, he would have made it explicit statements everywhere in the New Testament. God wants from people to understand divinity with no confusion because divinity is the essential element of faith. However, people of the church always try to convince Christians that many people do not grasp the clear biblical fact that Jesus Christ is the creator. They also say, as in the first century, today only a relatively few people truly comprehend who Jesus was, where he came from, what he is doing, and what he will yet uh, do. It is the same today. Few people really understand the true origins of Jesus Christ. Who was God? Uh, page 10 and 25. This indicates that the claimed divinity of Jesus is not understood in both non-Christian societies and Christian society. In fact, Jesus did not claim divinity. A New Testament scholar, Archbishop Michael Ramsey, said Jesus did not claim deity for himself. Jesus and the living past, page uh, 39, there is no evidence to support that Jesus claimed divinity during his life. James Dunn, who affirms Orthodox Christology, stated in a book called Christology in the Making, page 60, there was no real evidence from the earliest Jesus tradition. There was no real evidence from the earliest Jesus tradition for what could fairly be called a consciousness of divinity. Some Christian uh, scholars, uh, some There is no evidence to support that Jesus claimed divinity during his lifetime. Uh, James Dunn, who affirms orthodox Christology, stated in a book called Christology in the Making, page 60, there was no real evidence from the earliest Jesus tradition for what could fairly be called a consciousness of divinity. Some Christian scholars admitted that they could not prove the divinity of Jesus according to the teaching of Jesus. Brain Hebelthwaite Brain Hebelthwaite said it is no longer possible to defend the divinity of Jesus by reference to the claims of Jesus. The Incarnation, page 74. The New Testament scholar CFD uh, the, the New Testament scholar CFD uh, Mowell 
Again, the New Testament scholar C.F.D. Mowell confirmed this in a book called The Origin of Christology, page 136, where he said, any case for a high Christology that depended on the authenticity of the alleged claims of Jesus about himself, especially in the fourth gospel, would indeed be precarious. Many Christian sects and many Christian scholars announced in public through history that Jesus is not God. For example, the well-known Bishop of Durham in England, David Jenkins, said that Jesus was not God. Economist, April 1, 1989, volume 311, number uh, 7596, page 19. Daily News uh, on 25684 reported the following. More than half of England's Anglican bishops say Christians are not obliged to believe that Jesus Christ was God, according to a survey published today. Only 11 of the bishops insisted that Christians must regard Christ as both God and man, while 19 said it was sufficient to regard Jesus Jesus as God's supreme agent. One declined to give a definite opinion. Uh, John Hick, the editor of a book called The Myth of God Incarnate, wrote in its preface the, uh, the uh, following. The writers of this book are convinced that another major theological development is called for in this last part of the uh, 20th century. The need arises from growing knowledge of Christian origins and involves the recognition that Jesus was a man approved by God for a special role within the divine purpose and that the later conception of him as God incarnate, the second uh, person of the Holy Trinity living a human life, is a mythological or poetic way of expressing his significance for us. Those Christian scholars who still believe in the divinity of Jesus and could not prove it claim that Jesus did not know that he was divine, but this was known after his resurrection. Ironically, Jesus did not know that he was God. Was Jesus called Emmanuel? Matthew chapter 1 verse 23 stated, The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel. Which means God with us. The same prophecy is in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel. But without the statement God with us. But without the statement, God with us. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 8 indicates that the virgin in Isaiah gave birth in the time of King Ahaz. In the time of King Ahaz. So Emmanuel of Matthew is different from that of Isaiah. Jews believe that Emmanuel is either the son of Isaiah or Ahaz. Emmanuel cannot be Jesus uh, either for the following reasons. Firstly, angels who spoke to Mary did not say he would be called Emmanuel, but rather Jesus. Secondly, he was named Jesus by his parents. Thirdly, Jesus was not called Emmanuel by his disciples, nor by 
others in all books of the New Testament. And finally, in Isaiah 9, verse 6, he is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace, referring to one of the Jewish kings. While Matthew uses the Greek word uh, parthenos, while Matthew uses the Greek word parthenos, which means virgin, Isaiah uses the Hebrew word alma, which means young woman. Since the Emmanuel of Isaiah is different from that of Matthew, Emmanuel of Matthew should not be taken as proof that Jesus God, because by accepting this, Christian should accept the Emmanuel of Isaiah. Isaiah is God too. Consequently, Matthew chapter 1 verse 23 should be revised. In addition, other beside, in addition, others besides Jesus and Haz had names which have similar meanings to that of Emmanuel, such as Ishmael, which means God hears, and Jehoiakim, which means God raises, and Immanuel Kant, a famous German philosopher who lived in the 19th, 19th century, yet their names did not give them the right to be God. Are God and Jesus called I am? Are God and Jesus called I am? It is reported in John chapter 8, verse 58, that Jesus said, Before Abraham was born, I am. Before Abraham was born, I am. Uh, Christians use this verse as a proof for the divinity of Jesus for two reasons. First, Jesus existed before Abraham. And second, the phrase, I am, is the name of God as it is mentioned in Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. When Moses asked God what to tell the Israelites, God said, this is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am I am has sent me to you. I am has sent me to you. Therefore, Christians claim claims that I am of John chapter 8 verse 58, which is the God's name in Exodus chapter 3 14, refers to Jesus. The first claim that Jesus existed before Abraham could not be an evidence that he is God because his genealogy goes back to Adam. So even if he existed before Abraham, he is still a human being. Luke chapter 3 verse 38. The Bible mentioned Melchizedek. The Bible mentioned Melchizedek to exist before Abraham. But he is not God. This is found in Hebrews chapter 7 verse 3. If the word I am of John chapter 8 verse 58 refers to that in Exodus chapter 3 verse 14, it refers to God and not to Jesus, because there is no indication that the name of Jesus was I am. And if it refers to Jesus, it, mean, it means that Jesus of Jesus was, uh, and if it refers to Jesus, it means that Jesus existed before Abraham, and not uh, to be uh, the name of Jesus, as it is mentioned in the Syriac uh, Peshitta version of the Bible, where John chapter 8 verse 58 reads, Before Abraham was, I was. Christian scholars doubted that Jesus claimed this. Christian scholar James Dunn, the author of The Evidence for Jesus, wrote, If the I am had been part of the original tradition, it is very hard indeed to explain why 
none of the other three evangelists made use of them. Page 36. Was Jesus called God? It is mentioned in some verses of the Bible that Jesus was called God such as that in John 20 verse 28, which states, Thomas said to him, to Jesus, my Lord and my God. And Romans chapter 9 verse 5, which states, theirs are the patriarchs and from them is traced the human ancestry of Christ, who is God over all forever praised. Amen. Such verses should not be used as proof that Jesus is God. We can understand from the context of John chapter 20, verse 28, that Thomas wondered and said, My Lord and my God, when he saw Jesus because he believed that Jesus died. He did not mean Jesus by his words. Romans chapter 9, verse 5 addressed Jesus as God maybe to confirm that he got the authority of God. Others besides Jesus were called God in the Bible, yet they were not considered God. For example, Exodus chapter 4 verse 16 addressed Moses as God for his brother Aaron. He speaks to the people for you, and it at will. He speaks to the people for you, and it will be as if he were your mouth, and as if you were God to him. And Exodus chapter 7 verse 1 addressed Moses as God for Pharaoh. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh. This for sure does not mean that Jesus was God. It means that G Moses. It means this for sure does not mean that Moses was God. It means that Moses was given the authority from God. When the angel of Lord spoke to Hagar, as it is mentioned in Genesis chapter 16, verses 11 to 13, she named this angel God by saying she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. This does not mean that the angel of Lord who spoke to Hagar was God. Also, Psalm chapter 82, verse 1 reads, God presides in the great assembly. He gives judgment among the gods. It is mentioned from the context that the word God and gods are related to the children of Israel. Was Jesus called Lord? Was Jesus called Lord? Jesus was called Lord in many verses of the New Testament, such as Matthew chapter 16, verse 22. Peter took him, Jesus, aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. And this is in Acts uh, chapter 10, verse 36. You know the message God sent to the people of Israel, telling the good news of Peace through Jesus Christ, who is Lord of all. This is in Acts uh, chapter 17, verse 14. They will make war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will overcome them because He is Lord of the Lords and King of Kings. Acts chapter 2, verse 34. For David did not ascend to heaven, 
And yet he said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. The word Lord in the Old Testament is not the same or is not the name of Almighty God. It means teacher, so Jesus was called Lord to mean teacher. This understanding is highly supported by the verses of the Bible. The Old Testament uh, wrote, the Old Testament wrote, Lord with capital letters for God and Lord for people to differentiate between the one for God from that uh, for people. Mary Magdalene, who was one of the close followers of Jesus, called Jesus teacher. John chapter 12, uh, John 20, sorry, John chapter 20, verse 17, reported that when Mary Magdalene met Jesus after the alleged crucifixion, she said to him, Rabuni, which means teacher. Then she went to the disciples and said, I have seen the Lord. This verse from John's Gospel confirmed that the word Lord means teacher. It also confirmed that the Lord is the God of Jesus and the God of his brothers, the disciples, through the words of Jesus in John chapter 20, verse 17. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am returning to my father and forefather, to my God and your God. I am returning to my father and your father, to my God and your God. The word Lord in Acts chapter 2 verse 34 is not related to Jesus but to another one. Uh, Matthew chapter 22 verses 42 to 45 reported that Jesus asked the Pharisees about the Christ. Uh, Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David speaking by the Spirit calls him Lord? For he says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under uh, your feet. If David calls him Lord, who can, if David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? It is well known that Jesus is the son of David as it is reported in Matthew and Luke. Jesus did not reject uh, his lineage but confirm that he is not the Lord whom David spoke about. David spoke about another person who uh, David spoke about another person whom he called him Lord to show respect, not to approve divinity. In fact, the Greek original word, which means Lord, was usually used in a polite manner to show respect. Are God and Jesus one entity? I will finish this in part two. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah.